I'll kick us off with a little bit of a an intro, which this is the only part that's a little bit awkward because you guys got to listen to me intro this thing, and uh, it'll be a cold intro. I haven't I haven't uh, figured out what I'm going to say yet, so <laughs> we'll just we'll just go. We'll just go. Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Here is your guide on this journey, Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. I am your host as always on this adventure, uh, Matt DeWolf, Editor-in-Chief of Car Wash Magazine. And this is the podcast that makes you a better car washer and a slightly better human being. We've got a special behind the brand episode for you today. We're talking to AMP, which you may know, uh, you may think of as a membership app uh, for your wash, but what it really is, is a customer experience platform. And so we're going to get into that. We're going to talk to the founders of this organization uh, today. We're going to get their origin story, if you will. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about where that brand is uh, today and what they're doing. And then we're going to talk a little bit about where they want to go in the future and what the what that looks like, maybe some trends they're watching. So without further ado, let's bring in our guests. We've got Dennis Driesen. We've got Adam Treen. Um, let's, let's go back um, to the beginning, shall we? And Dennis, maybe you can kick it off a little bit with, with a little bit of the origin story. Where did... Where did you even uh, kind of come into car washing, and how'd you get here? You know, uh, you know, back in uh, we, we opened up our first wash in 2013, but we kind of got into car washes from uh, you know our, our honeymoon story, which is where Aaron and I, uh, you know, went to instead of going to a, the Bahamas or a cruise or something like that, we took a uh, a three day financial seminar boot camp instead, and that's kind of what kind of gives the idea to do a business. And then after the end of that deal, we went and visited our our favorite car wash at the time and that owner kind of took us through his back room and showed us kind of what was going on and let us help him with questions for about a half an hour and we said you know what why not car washes let's let's make that our deal and so that took about you know seven eight years to get that first one open uh and then you know from there that's kind of the, the rest has been really fast history where we opened a, a wash a year for you know, the first seven years and now we're up to uh, 23 locations and uh, you know, it's all primarily uh, self-serve and NB Automatics, and, and then uh, with custom German equipment, and then we also have tunnels and amp runs across them. So that's kind of where we came from. Okay. Okay. So, so we got to go back to something oh, here, yep. uh, and we're going to lean into the uh, how to make you a slightly better human being. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know, like, how does that conversation go with your wife? Like, when you guys are trying to decide we're going to go on your honeymoon, and you're like, let's go to a financial seminar. Like, how did that go? You know, uh, that, that conversation, and unfortunately, we're, we're so like-minded. And it was like, look, you know, they say statistics, you know, say that, you know, 50% of marriages end in divorce. And the primary reason for that is financial reasons. So let's not make that ours. And so let's, let's like, let's go get on the same foot, you know, at the very beginning. And so they were always side by side. And that's kind of how we started that. We just wanted to be, that to not ever be an argument for us. And, See, that is like, that is maybe the most practical advice I've maybe heard in a while. Like, I mean, seriously, we know the number one problem. Let's solve that before we ever get to it. And we'll be yeah, good. Right, I love that. Right. Love yeah. That. It, it kind of worked out that way. And I, you know, my previous experience, you know, CPA did some financial advising. And so we, we, I was, I was already in the mindset and I had seen that as a, as a, as an advisor and 
Yeah. Thought we could avoid that. Yeah, it was destiny. You were destined to be sitting in a financial conference on your honeymoon. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I got. Well, I guess my follow up then is: Have you gone anywhere tropical since, or do, or is it like do, are your anniversary trips also financial you know, conferences, that, or maybe it's car wash? You know, that's funny. Yeah. Our our uh, anniversaries or our trips are car wash conferences. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. that that is our honeymoon necessarily. Uh, every year has been for quite a while, uh, but it's, uh, no, my wife actually just uh, dropped her daughter off in Hawaii for the last week or so for her to go to college. So she got to have her half of the honeymoon, I guess. Yeah, well, we paved the way so that our children can have better lives. That's right. right. That's, the, that's, right. <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, Adam, let's get into your story a little bit, just in terms of like how you got into car washing and, and where, the, where you ended up in this mix. Yeah, well, first off, my wife and I went to Europe for our, our honeymoon. <laughs> my... so, so noted, not a financial conference and not a car wash conference. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm the CEO of a company called Insiden. Uh, we're a boutique technology firm in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we build mobile apps and, and websites. Uh, traditionally, we've worked with uh, Fortune 100 companies, big global companies. Um, we're yeah, we're uh, almost primarily a U.S.-based development team. We have a, a, a large team, uh, mostly here in Atlanta, but yeah, with the pandemic, some some spread out around the country. Um, really, really awesome team, awesome culture. Uh, we pride ourselves in running like a, a Silicon Valley development shop. Um, you know, meaning we. We have rapid, uh, rapid development cycles. We are constantly innovating, um, and we really yeah, pride ourselves to be able to deliver really sophisticated um, tech technology. And uh, yeah, we're really excited uh, to have paired up with uh, Dennis and, and Autowash to launch AMP and, and bring this capability to the car wash space. So where did the where the connection come from? How did how did you all come together to create this thing? Yeah. And either one of you guys can answer that one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we were looking for a way to improve our the app that we had. And so we had, a, um, you know, we, we originally started with an app just because with the number of washes we had, we couldn't really have a way to put RFID stickers on. We're unattended on most of those locations. And we're looking for a different solution. So we had this idea that spawned uh, a mobile app to do that. And then uh, that app, we kept wanting more from it. And it just it kind of the... the person who helped write that just kind of stopped developing a little bit and just we had I guess we had, we had started putting together our, our our dream list of what we wanted to have we opened up a call center uh, for all of our our washes and in that built that with Salesforce and then uh, reached out to Salesforce and said, hey we need someone to build our app for us to redo this thing and do it the right way the way we want it to be done and they pointed us into uh, Adam's direction and that was like instant uh, connection and we are today. So and now how long ago was that? About a year and a half ago. Uh, almost two years ago okay. now. Okay. So so we are cartwheeling forward into uh, into this thing, making it more than an app. Um, we're gonna get into that a little bit more in a second, uh, because I do wanna I do wanna let people know what we mean when we say a, a customer experience platform and what that kind of connotates or connotes, uh, if you will. Yeah. But let's go um, Let's go back into that first kind of conversation that Dennis and Adam, you guys had when you were trying to figure out what you wanted the next level to be, right? You know, you had an app, it worked, it was probably fine for a while until it wasn't. And then it's like, well, shoot, now we got to move fast. Talk, talk me through some of that initial conversation and how did you know that it was, it was, that you guys were onto something? So, uh, you know, as, as we got into the app and, and we bought and 
the reason we wanted it to be more, it was because of the customer connections. And I wanted to know more about what our customers were doing and be able to reach out to them and connect with them, whether it was like pop-ups or push notifications or any other kind of like marketing tool that we had at our, that was available in society. And we wanted that in our, in our app. And, and so when we reached out to Adam, uh, and at Insight and, and said, "Hey, these are, this is our dream board list of everything we wanted to have and how we ever wanted to like try to steer our, steer you know steer the company using this this technology." Uh, you know, the conversations with with his team were really really cool because they were like, "Well, we can turn that around in a very very short period of time, and and, yeah. and get it get it rocking." And so I think we built the thing from scratch in uh, I think it was less than less than three months. Wow, I mean, it was it was it was quick. Uh, so we had launched it, and I think really, really, uh, our, our first uh, show, we, we, Adam calls me up one day and he says, hey, I think, you know, this probably has legs on it. We probably should, like, turn this into a product. Do you want to do that with us? And, uh, you know, at the time, you know, I'm trying to focus on, on our car wash business. I'm like, you realize that's going to be a lot of work uh, to, to <laughs> transition this into a product. Um, but sure, let's give it a shot. Why not? Uh, I mean, we've, I've, I've learned that a lot of things happen when you say yes, uh, and absolutely nothing happens when you say no. And so we did a, uh, I think there was SCWA in, uh, in Fort Worth was coming up, and they, uh, we said, let's, let's just try to grab a booth. We really makeshifted this booth together with, uh, you know, some duct tape and, uh, you know. Some yeah, cardboard cutouts. Cardboard cutouts on the phone. <laughs> and uh, we threw it on the wall. We pinned, you know hang them up on the, on the back wall and then let's just see if we get any traction. Like, is anybody actually interested in this? And then you know, we spent the SCWA show just uh, like grabbing people out of the aisles, like literally <laughs> like chucking candy at them or whatever we could do to like get them to stop and just even pay attention to us. Uh, and, uh, you know, we got a, a few great prospects out of the first one and a really big client out of the first one. And we said, all right, well, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do it for real. You guys were the, you guys were the annoying people in the booth you know, that everybody's like walking by it, trying to like. Oh, they yeah. ignored us. It was so rough that you could tell they would just not make eye contact. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But but once we pulled them in, I think what was so exciting is it was really obvious there was this big gap in terms of what people were able to do from a technology perspective at their car wash. You know, limitations with running their memberships, how they're doing promotions, data that was available to do sophisticated targeted marketing. You know, all the things that we thought were so important and core to our platform. So yeah, you're right. It, we were annoying trying to get people to come talk to us, but once we got them over, um, it was really exciting that you know we really connected with a lot of people and uh, got a lot of encouragement to, to keep on going and, and really launch this thing. So let's go back to, Adam, for you. Um, let's go back to like, what was it that made you decide that maybe this should be a product, right? Because here you are, you're running a successful uh, development firm. You've, you're, you're doing fine. You don't need to go do this. What was it that you saw in, in what you all were doing that was going to make it uh, something you thought would have legs and that you could take to market? Yeah, you know, one, developing products has always been a, a passion of mine. So we kind of always had on our radar any big project we did. If, if we thought there was something compelling, something to it, um, we could productize it. Um, it was always something I kind of really always looked out for. Um, and really the way this uh, product or this project came together with, with Dennis, um, you know, it, it was just awesome. Dennis has a very innovative way of approaching uh, his car washes and how to connect with his customers and marketing. Um, so we had built this just super powerful platform 
um, put it out there and uh, just immediately kind of looking at, at how it impacted Dennis's business, um, our ability to scale up and grow membership. Um, the churn numbers were going way down. We kept on coming up, you know, every week we'd look at the analytics and come up with a new idea of how to make it even more powerful, uh, make sure people were interacting with certain areas of the application or certain promotions we were running. Um, and, you know, within, within a couple of weeks of launching with Dennis, um, you know, he, he was thrilled. Things were going great. And, and I was looking at it like, you know, it really wouldn't take that much to make this a multi-tenant app um, and be able to actually put it out in the market and, and let other car washes um, run with it. And, and I, I think my biggest concern at first was, you know, Dennis, um, you know, running a car wash, he's a competitive guy, you know, how would he take actually taking this product and, and letting his competitors potentially um, use it? But yeah, Dennis, like he said, he's a true entrepreneur. He's like always thinking about kind of new cool ways to do things. Um, and yeah, we've kind of figured out a way that it made made a lot of sense and really haven't stopped. Adam, that's where I was going next, man. Like, <laughs> if I'm the guy that has this killer car wash app, why in the world, in a time when I'm trying to be differentiated, why do I, why do I make that something I'm going to sell to everybody else? Dennis, why did you do that? Man, uh, that, that, that was. Uh, it took me a few days to get back to Adam on yeah. that. I, I got to be honest. Like, it was. I, I, I still struggle with that sometimes, um, yeah. just in, as an internal conflict of like ah, and I think part of it's just doing something great. And, and whether we could yeah. we could do it by ourselves and it'd be okay, but what if we could you know do something more back, more significant? And and so why not? And I think uh, like I have a, some conversations with a lot of owners, and I think the biggest thing comes down to execution. And so the the the, the competitive side of me says mm, I will act out execute on this. I can like I know how it works. I know how to build it out. I know how to how to run it. You still got to execute as good as I do. Type deal. So that's so I figured you know we could build a, a great tool. And the other side of it that probably was the, the the tipping point on that was if we didn't do it, someone else is going to. Why not be a part of it? Right, right. Yeah, I love that approach. Um, let's okay. So let's get into it a little bit. Here. I I think the other piece of this too is like it obviously would not be what it is today without being able to talk to some other groups, right? Because you had your own data set and that was driving app development. And then as you start to talk to others and identify additional problems that maybe you weren't having, that opens up that set a little bit and makes a more um, complete and complex product, which I think is, is super fascinating. But let's talk a little bit about kind of where you guys are now and, and just kind of maybe, maybe you can explain um, some of the things that this particular platform enables uh, me as an owner operator to do for my business. Yeah. So the, the very first thing, kind of like the central piece of, of AMP is, is a white labeled mobile app. Um, so think how Starbucks has a mobile app, Chick-fil-A has a mobile app. So when we sign up a new customer, um, they get their own mobile app, their own listing on the app store. Um, and it is fully configured, not just the branding, um, but the, the pricing, the promotions, the, the deals that, that they run, um, every single like word in the app is configurable on um, every image um, by by the customer by the car wash um, so yeah we we actually it typically takes kind of one to two months for us to work with the car wash kind of get them all all set up launch launch their app um, the second thing uh, you get is a tablet tool we call it attendant mode for your attendants yeah. to uh, sell sell on site um, so as cars pull up um, an attendant's able to sell a membership, get them signed up, um, tap a card to, to pay, 
um, for that membership, get them through the wash quickly. Um, they get emailed instructions to download the app when, when they come back. Um, and then, so that's kind of the, the customer facing tools that, that, that we have. And then on the back end, um, we have a big analytics platform. You know, data is really, really key to us. That was one of the big pain points we we're trying to address. So having um, accurate uh, data, verified phone numbers and emails for marketing, um, operational, you know, wash data, financial data, you know, really being able to dig, dig deep into how your, your company is performing. So we have a, a, a big uh, analytics portal um, for, for you to self-service pull, pull data. Um, and then we also have a CRM portal. So for uh, your customer service reps to answer calls, help customers, resolve issues, make people happy, um, try to keep customers who are calling to cancel. Um, so you know they're able to, when someone calls in, immediately pops up all the information about that customer. Um, and they're they're able to, to to talk to the customer. They know them. They could see they could see everything about that customer. Not only what washes they have, what membership plan. They could see what deals, coupons the customer used. The whole customer profile to re to really uh, service that that company in as, as good a way as possible. Um, and then yeah, there's so many bells and whistles that hang off of it. Yeah. There's a fleet program. We do fundraising. We do. Uh, e-wash books or you know prepaid washes where you could buy bundles of washes on a website and redeem them in the app um, gift cards referral programs we have fun games in the app um, try to be really engaging like get people to come in like dennis runs a spin to win game where every day someone could spin a wheel and win a prize you know we're, and we're able to test that too and, and kind of see how many people are launching the app from home spinning the wheel um, you know so a lot, a lot of exciting features like that so Dennis, when you when you set out with this thing, uh, coming at this from an operator's perspective, what was the what was like the one thing that was like I have to have X? Mm, easy control. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was that was like a, a big big piece of it is I wanted to be able to add a location when we had a new location and not wait three three weeks for that to get turned on. You know, I needed to, if I want to update a screen on a on an XPT, you know, I've got to wait until some programmer somewhere gets it on their to-do list to actually knock that out. I want to control that stuff and to be able to do that stuff really, really quickly. And, you know, if I wake up and you, I think most operators can probably relate to that, this, that they'll, you know, a lot of their ideas come in the shower in the morning and, yeah. you know, they, they get to work like, Oh, I'm doing this today. And I want to be, I wanted to have that flexibility to say, if I have that shower moment, okay, great. Let me get into the office and, you know, add, add this deal, add this promotion, run this coupon, run the, run this uh, type of program. I want to be able to do it right away or maybe it's pull a report or whatever and make make tack changes and so the the app gave us that control right away and, and so that is uh that's probably the, the funnest part of, about that. yeah it does it does it does enable a, a level of flexibility and agility that you know we haven't had yeah. really you have to be a little careful because you know, like as 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 cool as it is to be able to turn those levers quickly you can turn those levers quickly and so you can like cause damage <laughs> just as much as you can help it if, if you're not careful, I've had, that's probably the biggest training I've, I've had to do is because I don't have to wait, we've got to make sure that we go through with our team and say, okay, look, this is going to affect all these people. The CSRs all need to know about that deal, that, 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 that idea you had this morning. You can't just like throw those out there that fast. So that's been learning how to communicate with our team about how those things work has been a little bit of a challenge internally. Talk to me a little bit about, I think one of the other things that we had um, previously talked about that I think was really cool is that, um, and you mentioned it in the beginning, we were talking about being able to kind of get more data on the customer, figure out who they actually are. That, talk to me about how you're kind of 
using that data and um, making that transition from unknown slash anonymous to known entity uh, kind of customers and how you're kind of leveraging that with this platform. I think kind of the, the cool part and like cancellations is part of it. Or we have we do all these different prom- promotional programs or whatnot, but because we're grabbing all their data in the app, so we have a, a call center that we built here in, in Denver, and anytime someone calls in. We have their phone, their phone numbers in our system, their emails in their system. So we can call them in and we can address them when they call in. And so it might be Bob coming in and we can see what car they're driving because they've, you know, that, that's just in the app and how often they're washing. And if they refer to anybody, all that data is instantly available uh, when, when they call in. And so we can address them right away. If, if someone's calling to cancel, we get, we're able to pull up their account within a couple seconds and see that, oh, wait, yeah, you have saved, you know, $1,500 so far year to date because they're using, they're washing so often with that to the, and, and try to address their pain points a little bit more cleanly. Uh, and, and, and specifically to them versus just like having a, a rough script for our CSRs to try to combat everybody with, with the same, same couple of, of bullet points. We actually have the actual data instantly. And so, yeah, I think that's huge because to be able to, to be able to modify that customer's experience based on data that's relevant to mm-hmm. them is the whole game, right? I mean, to be able to say, oh, I can communicate to you the exact value proposition that, that you are uh, reaping the rewards from because I have that information and I, and it's tied directly to you. I think that stuff is huge. Yeah. And we've not, we've not historically been able to do that in this industry. What do you think, like, what, what is it about this time right now that's made that maybe possible or what like made a solution like um, mobile apps in general, even more possible for car wash owners, operators. I think, I think the biggest thing is the quick serve restaurants. It's, I think it's the industry as a yeah. whole as QSRs, you know, Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, you know, all those guys have really kind of paved the path for people used to using a phone to do a service. I mean, nobody eats the chicken sandwich with their phone, but they sure the heck use it when they're ordering. Um, and so that's, uh, I, I think that helped. And I, and you know, the, it's, maybe it's also one of those things like the pandemic helped a little bit too, where people went more mobile and they're ordering Uber eats and delivery and all that kind of stuff. But everything, everything's living in that phone now where the, uh, that was yeah. maybe more of a tipping point, uh, with, with the pandemic that it forced people to figure out different ways to connect and communicate. And it wasn't just us. It was every industry was figuring out, trying to figure out a way to, to better communicate. So I think overall general acceptance has, has been huge. And uh, kind of sets the stage for us. Yeah, we, we really do think in a couple of years, every major car wash brand will have a, a mobile app, um, just like that happened in, in the quick service uh, restaurant industry. And then, you know, we're, we're really, I think, you kind of like we use that a lot for inspiration. Um, I think kind of that combined with what's happening in the car wash industry, where we're seeing a lot of institutional investors coming in, mm-hmm. um, a lot of consolidation. People are investing uh, tons of money and time in building great brands, building out, you know, buying car washes, building new car washes. So they're looking for solutions to be able to run consistent programs across their portfolio of locations. Um, they're looking for yeah, better ways to drive loyalty to their brand. You know, they have really aggressive growth goals and revenue goals. Um, so that that's been an exciting part too. That you know, it seems like a lot of companies are, are really hungry for better technology solution, uh, better analytics, and, and kind of the, what you were talking about, Matt, you know, better connections with, with their customers and, and being able to, to build these uh, customer journeys. 
Um, and and you know, like what you said earlier about us kind of like learning so much by working with these different customers, you know, that, that is something we really pride ourselves on having big ears, taking a very consultative approach, um, you know, not, never, ever, ever telling people, nope, this is the way you have to run it because you're on our, our platform. Um, maybe to a fault. We, we hate saying no. And uh, we love coming up with really innovative, slick ways to to kind of help these businesses meet, meet their goals and, and run their creative promotions. Um, so, yeah, that, that's been really exciting. Well, that, uh, that loyalty piece that you mentioned, I think is really big because, um, you know, as, as we've moved into subscription revenue, guess what I'm not doing? I'm not having more than one car wash subscription. So you better hook me and you better keep me there and I better be happy all the time and you better deliver on all the promises because all it takes is one minute and I'm out. I'm going to go get the one down the street. And so I think that being able to put this kind of stuff in like app and like loyalty stuff and like, you know, make it be something that I want to do when I'm just like in the airport and I've got five minutes. I'm like, Oh, I'll pull up my car wash app and I'm going to play the game. I'm going to do the thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think we, we see a lot of like, so there's, there's convenience loyalty and then there's brand loyalty. And I, yeah. and I think a lot of times on the car wash side, it's convenience loyalty. Like it's on the way to work. And historically that's kind of how we've been built like on the right side of the road on the way home. Make sure that's, you know, that's the location you want to be at. Cause you're going to catch that traffic and put that net in the water and catch those people. And so the convenience loyalty is great until you move or you change jobs or, you know, there's a detour in the road or whatever. And, and then that, yeah. it's all that convenience factor is gone. So now the loyalty is gone. And I think with the, with the mobile app and being able to build brand and, and connection with customers, then now, now they're willing to drive five, six, seven miles, you know, maybe it's two miles out of the way to, cause that's the location that they know that they want to be at. And that's, I, I know that definitely what we've seen in connecting with the car communities is things like that with our app is like, you know, they're, they're, you know, Instagram, Instagram sharing, you know, images of, of their cars at our car washes on a regular basis is kind of a, a thing for us, but it was really about building that brand. And so they'll take a picture of their, their car that's in the app and post that on Instagram as well. It's, no, oh, it's funny. <laughs> Anything for the content monster, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So let's, um, well, if you can, um, and if, if it's okay, I'd love for you all to share, um, kind of the story we were talking about the consultative approach and there's a big named, uh, company here, a big wash that's been around for a long time that you all work with. I don't know if you're comfortable sharing that story. Um, if so, I would love to hear it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I believe you're, yeah, you're, you're talking about, um, Autobell. Um, yes, which was a uh, yeah, early adopter of, of AMP and um, one of one of our favorite and, and biggest cu customers. Um, so yeah, they're the biggest um, family privately owned car wash in the U.S. with uh, 86 FlexServe locations. Um, they they actually had a very similar story to Dennis, where they did have a membership program and they even had an app. Um, but they had reached the limits of what the app could do. Um, they they're an amazing company. They, they have such a, a strong brand that, that they've fostered over the years. Um, very innovative ideas uh, of how, how to market and, and how to go to market, how to connect with customers. They're very into what you kind of mentioned earlier, Matt, like how do you add more value um, to your, your customers and your members just beyond just being able to go through the car wash and do membership perks and, and things like that. So 
they had a huge roadmap of ideas and, and they just couldn't do it on their current platform. Um, so they came to us and, you know, some of the ideas we, we had and we were able to do out of the box, um, some of the ideas we didn't. And, and so we worked with them to really develop a, a nice path um, to, to building kind of a, an app that they were really excited about launching. Um, and uh, yeah, it's you know, been, been really successful. They're, they're actually a big, big advocate of, of ours. And um, just have been a huge part part of our story in terms of how we've um, kind of changed our, our mindset around what an app should do and, and how it could work. Um, and yeah, they're they're really uh, just so cool. You know, we give them the tools to you know create deals and pop ups and set their pricing and do coupons. Um, every week we go into their app and we see something really cool they're doing that um, you know wow I didn't think you could really use that that solution that that. Um, feature that way. I um, mean, really, really creative the way that they're able to, to take that, make it their own, and and continue, you know, kind of create this really strong brand identity that they currently have on site, and how they were able to create that in our app. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the biggest challenges we had with that, Matt, was they they came and they they had a, a whole lot of they had a, like like we did a laundry list of things that they had been like itching to do. Like we want to eventually, this is our dream list, and this is where we want to go with it. And, uh, you know, the, the challenge is creating a platform that is able to encompass all of that stuff. So, we, you know, all of our different clients, they all have their different dreams and wishes and stuff like that. And, and, and putting them all together to where it's still usable by the, by, the, by the operator, by the end user, that it's not clunky and, and it all works well seamlessly together. So the, the team we have, like the ability to think through the, the frameworks, to make sure all that stuff still looks good and still works really, really well. Uh, has, has been probably the biggest challenge that we have, probably the most exciting part about our team uh, because they, they continue day in and day out to crush that piece so that companies like Autobell totally use it the way they absolutely want it, and it's their way. So we, had, we had, originally we had this conversation like trying to figure out taglines, and like one of ours was always like, you know, your business, your way. You know, don't let the, you know, the, the other devices that you're installing tell you how to run your business. Like, you know the limits off yeah it should whatever whatever you're using should help you help you do the business the way that you want to faster or or easier or smarter it should never uh, encumber you right absolutely yeah. That one one really unique thing about our, our platform, um, just kind of here, like thinking about thinking about that project and, and all the other you know, great customers we're working with, um, we we are what's called multi-tenant. So you know, there's we don't just deploy a, a mobile app, and that is what you have for the rest of the time until you pay for an upgrade or something like that. Every time we create a new innovation, a new type of deal, a new type of promotion, um, and and we launch, we do about a, a release every three weeks is our cadence. And uh, every company, you know, we, we publish out release notes. Every car wash gets access to, to all the latest and greatest uh, features and, and marketing capabilities and, and analytics. Um, I know that's one thing our customers always talk about is something re really unique, unique to us. Um, we're not just uh, doing you know, a new version before the big conference every year. Um, it's just this constant slow trickle of constant innovation. And, and that, that really uh, adds up and, and continues to move the needle. Well, and that comes from your background, right? I mean, you're, it's a it's a sprint environment. Like that's the whole point. Like iterate, 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 go, go, go. Yeah, having us, yeah, strong, agile development shop. So that was kind of cool. We came to the table knowing how to run these big projects, um, <laughs> and then yeah, combining that with Dennis's industry knowledge, just yeah, really powerful combination. Well, and I think what's interesting is you know like 
I mean, people have not in this industry, we haven't thought this way quite yet. I mean, and it's like you have a, you have a, a good group of operators and core, core group of folks who own washes that are like Dennis and start to think about, hey, what if we could do more? How can we push? How can we push? How can we push? And then we're finally at the point with, uh, I think, the, the point of sale providers where um, there's a space for this to slot in, right? There's a space for something like AMP to go in. Can you talk a little bit about like, let's just make be real clear here. Is is AMP a replacement for a POS or is it an addition to, or can it be both? Um, that's a great question, Matt. I think, you know, definitely additive. Uh, I think where we're, where we're going, it, you know, I think it's it can be everything. So anyway, we've got customers that want to eliminate their POSs altogether yeah. and just use the app, the, the, the app platform to run their washes. And and so like that that's on one end of the extreme. Uh, the other side is like yep. total integration into uh, the, ex, the the existing XPTs, whether it's R, LPR, RFID, you know, being able to let customers manage their memberships and, and completely dovetail into that without replacing anything at all. So it can be completely additive or standalone. Uh, it really is designed to be as flexible and then fit that the operator's needs and how they want to run run their run their business. So. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I was I want to I want to make sure that people get that that it's not it's not an either or scenario, Definitely. right? It's like this is a again, it's a technology that can help enable you to do things better, smarter, more creatively, however it may be, but it's not going to be something that's going to require you to um, kind of be limited in any way. Right, right. And, we, and we, when, in the very beginning, when we first set it up, that was one of our initial uh, agenda items was that I, I didn't want to be handcuffed to a certain technology necessarily, whether it was, you know, our POS is on, on our Embase or uh, at our, you know, at the Express Tunnel. We didn't want it to be held hostage necessarily if all of a sudden they decided to go a different direction and we were completely tied in. We wanted that flexibility that, you know, time is a long time. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen yeah. in the next 10, 15, 20 years. So trying to create a, a, a business model that can be flexible and adapt really quickly, depending on whatever direction the industry decides to go was, uh, was really important for us. Well, okay, so let's let's shift a little bit here. We've been talking a little bit about kind of where it came from and a little bit about where it is now. Can we get just like um, like a fact update? Like, what's how many kind of uh, maybe companies are doing business with AMP, or how how many locations are you representing? Just uh, just a little bit of the the number speak. Yeah, so we are uh, we're serving customers coast to coast now. So I think we've got live uh, half a dozen locations or uh, companies. Uh, well over yeah. 100 locations. We're all the way from Washington State down to uh, Southeast Texas, uh, kind of all over the place. Yeah, we're we're at the point now. We're we're processing you know tens of thousands of washes a day um, across all all these customers. Yeah. So that that's been an exciting thing as as well. You know, to kind of start this as a smaller app, it just had to work um, for or just for Dennis's 20 plus locations. Um, and then as we, you know, kind of reach the hundred location point and, and continue to grow, um, just, uh, yeah, really, really been incredible. You know, it's all cloud-based. Um, we could scale it with a, a click, a press of a button, um, and really exciting to see how, how the platform has been able to, to keep up and, and scale, um, pretty much, yeah, kind of a unlimited scale, uh, uh, yeah, we continually every every month um, we just onboarded uh, two more customers this this month. Yeah, every month we onboard more and more locations. Um, this this tool definitely seems to resonate with the type 
of car wash that it has growth plans um that has investment it's trying to you know either, either purchase or build um you know and they want a platform that's going to be able to grow with them so that that's exciting too to see our customers um that we already have uh, kind of continue to grow their operation and, and add more car washes onto the platform yeah i would say the the one thing that has probably caught us by surprise over the last six months is that when we're showing our product and, and, and talk, talking with with prospects is they see what we have and they always want it like five times more than what we have. So they're like, all right, we got that, but can you add this, 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 and this, and this to it? And so what that does, it kind of elongates our, uh, our onboarding cycle a little bit because they're asking for custom, custom pieces and custom programming because they, that now it, it's, it's almost to the point where, you know, if you didn't know you could ask the question, you wouldn't. And so once we let them know that, Hey, these are possibilities that, Oh, really? Well, we've got this whole list right here that, that we've been waiting for somebody to pull it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> uh, the old Rolodex of cars is like flip out. It is amazing. How many different ways can you run a car wash? Yeah. It's uh, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so that, 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 that's been fun for us. Well, you guys are, I mean, it's a, it's, you're obviously in a very different place now than you were when you were cobbling together your, your cardboard cutout of a phone and, uh, stalking people in the, in the aisles of a car wash show. What's, what's that feel like to be like, to make that growth so quickly and to be where you are now compared to then? I think that the, my, my first response is, man, we have so far to go. Like we have, yeah. like we are definitely not there at, like on the arrival side. Uh, and I, I think that's like, for me, that that's always that way. Uh, I think uh, something happened to Aaron and I when we had five washes and we thought we were big uh, way back when, right? And that's when your head's in the ground and you're like, oh man, we got five washes for the biggest stuff in Denver. This is great. And we're like, wait, <laughs> people have, oh, 70 washes? Oh man, we're not even close. We're just getting started. And so that, that was kind of a, a humbling experience back then. And I, I think it's kind of taught us that like right now it's like, all right, well, we just now, now we have to work harder because we have to like continue to move fast. We want to try to stay ahead of, of the uh, competition and, and make sure that we're in the forefront of that. And so I think it just makes us hungrier, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, de I definitely think it's nice. We've we've validated or, or verified kind of our hypothesis that, that this is something that, that would resonate with a lot of people and um, the direction the industry is, is going. Um, but yeah, like Dennis said, I think we both have that, that attitude We're we're kind of hungry. We like, we like to, <laughs> we, we know how, you know, fast technology evolves if we don't continue to innovate and, and kind of push ourselves and, and try to make this bigger and stronger and, and do more and more and more. Um, we know, you know, that that's a recipe for disaster for a technology company. So I think even in 10 years, if you asked us that same question, we'd say, man, <laughs> we're still going. We're we're going to keep on. Yeah, we're going to keep on innovating and, and finding better ways to, to do things. That's an interesting thing with technology and software development. There's a very creative side to it. It's you know the definition of done is really hard to to say. Um, we try to develop things with like kind of an MVP mentality, minimal viable product. Let's get it out there. Let's get it in people's hands. Let's see how it works and make it better and better and better. Instead of trying to plan this humongous release that that takes months and months and months and months. Um, and I think yeah that. That mindset has served us well, but also, yeah, you, know, you never really rest. <laughs> Just always looking for the next big thing to go develop. Yeah. Our booth is better, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you probably can at least, you know, get gator foam instead of uh, cardboard. Yeah, thankfully, we're, we're <laughs> fortunate enough to use like the a lot of the marketing team that we have, and we're we're kind of spoiled on the on watch side uh, for our, our marketing team and what we're doing. 
And so we're able to use those talents and, and put together some pretty a, a, attractive type stuff for the, for the booth. Nice. And Leverage nice. that out a little bit. Well, okay. So, so you're cartwheeling into the future here. Um, and I love your point about how, you know, this, this is really in everything. Technology is a prime example, but really in everything, there's no moment where you can just get up from the table and say, you know what? I'm full. That's it. My meal is over. Like you got to keep eating. You got to stay hungry. You got to keep on continuous improvement. So let's talk a little bit about where are you going next, right? So we've, you've got a good base of operations. You're processing lots of washes every month. You've got a good pipeline, but what what's in the future? Like, where's the, where's the future state? What's the next meal? Let me take it. Or you want to go, Dennis? I I, 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 I take a stab at that. So uh, you know, right now, you know, it's... There, yeah, the ribs are dessert. What are we talking? About? <laughs> uh, that, that's probably more like ribs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think as we look at this, like how how fragmented the current industry is, right? All, all the, you know, there's there's products for marketing, there's products for for churn and and kiosks and apps, and there's you know really very limited connectivity between all those things, uh, and so it just makes it really limits, I think, the opportunity for uh, consumers to have a a, ho- a holistic experience with 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 a, with a brand, and so like our, our vision really is creating a unified platform where every interaction uh, with a car wash uh, is, is, is inside the AMP platform. And so whether it's the, uh, the, uh, the mobile app, the attendant app, a, uh, the kiosk or an XPT uh, with uh, RFID and LPR, near field communication. So we're, we're designing a, a kiosk as well uh, currently. Um, we've got, uh, you know, how the marketing integrates the website tools, whether it's uh, online selling of, of fundraising, uh, wash books, a fleet, all that kind of stuff. But having it all integrated together, I think, so that everything that the customer touches at the car wash is connected through, uh, through like our AMP platform, being able to connect and, and, yeah. and we can see and track every single one of those pieces. I think that is, uh, I, don't know, kind of, I guess, kind of like the... The OS of the car washing from a customer interface standpoint is is really where we're seeing that going. Nice, nice. Well, I've got one last question for you guys uh, because I always have to ask this one, and um, both of you have to answer this one. <laughs> so I always like to know. This goes back to our whole mantra of a slightly better human being. Uh, what is one thing that I can do today that's going to make me better tomorrow? We can play some Jeopardy theme music if you need. Know. Yeah, that's a, we'll insert Jeopardy music here. <laughs> is, is read ten minutes a day. Uh, like, you know, I think, I think, I think what the challenge is a lot of is always, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. And you know, we teach all of our people, you know, to, you know read ten pages a day. You know, at the, you know, that's like a book a month. At the end of the end of the year, you've read twelve books, and the average person doesn't even read one. And how much better you could be, yeah. better than than your than your your, your competitors. And so we really, really try to keep our team on that self-improvement path to keep growing and going. I love that. That's the only way to get, get new ideas, man. You got to be reading. How about you, Adam? Yeah. One thing today to be better tomorrow. I mean, I, I think one thing I, I'm constantly reminding myself, and I, I think uh, this resonates in, in the car wash space a lot, is there's there's so many tactical things happening on a day-to-day basis it's so easy to kind of suck up all your your time just firefighting and, and running from one fire to the next. Um, I think one thing we 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 do very well and purposefully is making sure that we take time to and set a t- set aside time to really think strategically 
you know, not just think about what are we doing today, what are we doing this week, but what are we going to be doing a month from now, six months from now, um, two years from now. Um, I think, yeah, it, that kind of lets you, you know, really think outside the the box and, and do things in, in different ways and, and take bigger risks and um, that, than you would if you're just, you know, constantly just trying to, to fight the, the fire of the day. Yeah. I, think, I love that. Yeah. I love maybe that. one last bit of that is like at, at the end of the day, we all put our pants on one leg at a time. And so not to yeah. take everybody <laughs> too seriously. It is just, we are just people. Yeah. Just make yeah. sure you're always wearing pants. Right. That's the, <laughs> I mean, maybe not. I mean, that's a different conversation. That's a different kind of podcast, but <laughs> guys, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you guys sharing some of the amp story. I, I love what you guys are doing. I think it's super cool stuff. So thank, thank you so much. No, our pleasure, Matt. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having I us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hey, and if you, if you all are lucky enough to be listening to this, uh, you know, when you're out there, there's only one thing you've got to do and that is keep it clean. Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners. 